no other talk show host in America talks about electric vehicles as much as your lovable, huggable Rick Jensen does. And I have for a long, long time when California had the mandate. Now you have unelected bureaucrats at Denrec being uh, told by the governor, hey, come up with an electric vehicle mandate. And, you know, I've painted this picture of driving through Trolley Square. You look at some of these nice older apartment buildings, 20 windows out front. And out of each window is a string of 100-foot extension cords going down the side of the building, across the lawn, across the sidewalk, into the car. And can you imagine what that's going to be like when it's raining, when it's snowing, or someone says, hey, I need a new extension cord. I mean, I just can, I, you can just imagine the power flickering on and off and, you know, pop, 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 pop with the circuit breakers. We're not prepared for this. And, and I was wondering out loud, are these auto dealers in Delaware doing anything about this? Are they lobbying? Because if so, they've been real quiet about it. So I made a couple of phone calls in studio right now. Jim Urso Marso, uh, president, owner of Union Park, which has so many great automobiles. Full disclosure, my family has purchased three cars from this guy. And uh, here we go. There's, there's the microphone. Um, and... And it we turns, appreciate it, Rick. It's great to be here. Thank yeah, you so much for I didn't, having me. I didn't drive them all here. Uh, but 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 it turns out that you actually do have a plan. You guys are working this. And I would, I want people to know, Jim, what are you guys doing? Well, again, Rick, it's really nice to be here and great to see you again. You too. And uh, you could drive all three at once, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, so the, the, the electric vehicle issue, I mean, I love electric vehicles. Let me say that. They're so fun to drive. Uh -huh. They're fast. Mm -hmm. Instant acceleration really fun they're great that's fine so I, if i want to buy one or you want to buy one we should all have the right to go out and buy an electric car but what's going to happen that is that we're going to now with this electric vehicle mandate in delaware it is going to be i think the largest tax increase in the history of the state of delaware now explain tax increase because you will be required to buy an electric car if you buy a new car mm -hmm. And electric cars cost far more than new cars. Today, the average price of a normal gasoline car mm -hmm. is about forty-seven thousand mm -hmm. dollars. And the average—that's a lot, right? That's right. a lot. Well, but according to Kelly's Blue Book, the average electric is about sixty-two thousand dollars, or a few thousand dollars more. Oh, really? Yeah. I... So that so now we're going to be required to buy a much more expensive vehicle. Mm-hmm have much higher payments, mm -hmm. and that is a government mandate, which is a tax increase. Okay, fair enough. In the state of Delaware. Now, now Not in every state, but in the state of Delaware. If this passes, um, the last chance to raise your voice is, is on Friday. But the, the, the cost to Delawareans to force us, force you, mm -hmm. force state employees, city employees, everyone to buy an electric car that's more expensive. And some might say, well, the price will go down, right? TVs went down in price. Mm -hmm. Remember those great, you know, Curtis five inch TVs yeah. that cost $3,000, yeah. $5,000 or $7,000. So, well, won't electric cars go down in value? Well, cars, kind of like houses, they don't go down in, in price. They go up in price. So people say, well, they'll be less expensive. They might be a little bit less expensive, but gasoline-only, engine-only cars go up in prices we've seen right. recently. 
There's no reason to believe that trend is going to change, that prices increase, and electric cars will be more and more expensive. So um, the what, what we've been trying to, the auto dealers trying to, to make sure we all know is that if this happens and Delaware does this, mm -hmm. that... You know, I don't know if you have a wallet still, Rick. I have a wallet. I do. I do yeah. have a wallet. I, still have I was wallet. talking to someone yesterday who said it's ridiculous to carry a wallet. Just carry your phone. But um, And get out a lot of cash because that's what's going to happen when you come in to buy a car. So I've also wondered about this politically, too, because you look at the registrations in Newcastle County, which has over twice as many voters as Kent and Sussex counties combined. And the vast majority are Democrats. So during the midterms, we learned what that means. 30% of Democrats come out to vote, and that's twice as many as 30% of Republicans. And it, it seems to me that there's likely no chance for a Republican to, get vote, to be voted in for governor here. And that's likely the only way to get this thing turned around, where Democratic Governor John Carney uh, can appoint or fire uh, the bureaucrats at, at Denrec and such, and it is a political, uh, it is a very, very much a political issue. So you look at that, and I'm thinking, you guys and ladies with the uh, Delaware Automobile and Truck Dealers Association really should be lobbying pretty hard in this, and I hadn't heard anything, and it's good to know that you guys, uh, you, you have a position, you have a stake, and you're doing that, because quite honestly, you can buy a brand new gas-powered uh, Toyota, you can buy, buy, buy a, a Mazda for about $18,000 or less, as opposed to the sixty-two dollars or $68,000 average for an electric vehicle, meaning the governor is sending all of us down to Maryland or to Pennsylvania to buy a car as opposed to you Delaware dealers. I mean, is, well, is that an unreasonable presumption to make here? So, well, no, Rick. So what, what will happen is that you will still be able, Delawareans can go until 2035 yeah. to the many other states that aren't adopting this California rule. Right. That's a biggest tax crease, as we say. And you can go someplace else and buy a gasoline car and register it in Delaware. But in about 10 years, Delaware's law will prevent anyone from registering oh. a gasoline engine-only car in the state of Delaware. So that's gone. This you, is for new cars. So, so so couldn't even buy one in Maryland or Pennsylvania and get it registered here? Or what can you well, do? Well, you could buy it, but you yeah. can't drive it. So you can park <laughs> it and you know, have a flower pop, but you will not be able to register it and yeah. drive it in the state of Delaware. Someone's going to figure out a way to get around that and register it in another state. Somebody's going to. No? You There's don't think so? There's all kinds of workarounds, sure, yeah. for this. And, and again, for, for auto dealers, it really doesn't really impact us. Mm -hmm. We'll have cars in some sort to sell, but... If we have a lot of electric cars mm -hmm. and someone doesn't want an electric car because it costs a lot more, their payments are a lot higher, if you lease it, it's a lot higher, mm -hmm. uh, then they're going to go someplace else and get a car. And it, then, then it does impact our businesses, which employ a fair, a fair number of people. And uh, so we're saying that before we jump down this, uh, this rabbit hole, mm -hmm. let's look at this and... Uh, consider other options, recognize the cost of the cars, recognize that the average Delawarean already thinks cars, new cars are too expensive. Used cars are too expensive. They are. Is this a great time? <laughs> I'm one of those guys. To, yeah. to layer this on. Right. 
And uh, you might say, well, there's lots of, you can go buy lots of electric cars now. And they're mm -hmm. not, they're not, you can go buy one if you want to. That's right. You can go buy one now if anyone chooses to. Mm -hmm. So it seems. Uh, but it also seems crazy to, to do this to people who can't afford this because, uh, you know, 2035 comes around and uh, you, the only car you can buy that's new is electric. So how many people are going to be buying used cars? Oh, great. You buy an eight-year-old electric car. The warranty on the battery is eight to ten years. Next thing you know, you're paying anywhere from $3,000 to $20,000, depending upon the car, for a new battery. That's like saying, oh, I'm going to buy a used car, but I know for a fact I'm going to spend ten grand on a transmission within the next couple of years. That's insane. That's why we say it's the biggest tax increase in the yeah. history of the state of Delaware, because it's unescapable. So, used cars will cost more. New cars will cost more. And in Delaware, again, go yeah. to other states, and you can go buy a car that will be uh, hopefully maybe a little less expensive, but, but not here. And that's um, and people say, well, I don't see that now. Why? Why aren't you know? Why don't I uh, see that in states like California? They've had this for a while, and it's because they've just started really putting in the regulation with teeth. Before mm -hmm. the requirements to buy electric cars were for a very small percentage. Okay, but it ramp ramps up very quickly. So in twenty, what is it? Twenty twenty seven, it's forty three percent. Twenty twenty six, it's thirty five percent. So very quickly. We are now going to have those cars here, and uh, someone will buy them. If not, the dealers will, will hold them on our lots, which we'll pay for, which is also why we're not a big fan of this idea. And uh, very quickly, we get to 100% electric-only cars without any type of only gasoline cars. Uh, 2035 is not that far away. And the ramp up is very aggressive. So the as we look at this, the EPA hasn't even said that they'll they'll allow this because it's so aggressive. So why are we adopting this now? It's um, it's something that the last time there was a big change in the state legislature. You've mentioned politics. I'm not involved in politics, but was when, remember when the DMV raised registration fees? Yes. 2007, 2008 or something mm -hmm. like that? And voters got very angry. Very angry. Imagine what's going to happen when the voters realize that uh, the state government just raised their car payments, their cost of living so dramatically by forcing them well, to I do buy know, an electric yeah. car. Well, well, Jim, I do know for a fact that uh, lawmakers are getting a lot of angry phone calls and even face-to-face -face with people over this issue. Really? And, and we're talking about Democrats because Democrats run Delaware. So it's interesting because I, I wonder, is this the kind of is issue that uh, could actually flip so many of these seats of the state House and state Senate to Republican or Libertarian? Is that really possible? Well, my, my crystal ball was cloudy this morning. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think, again, it's a nice time to look at this before it's enacted, before the state decides to do it, mm -hmm. and step back from what is a radical proposal and a radical tax increase and and think about whether all the, the state employees, all the private employees out there really want to pay that much more and have this massive impact. And we haven't even talked about the other issues of of the vehicles, but but to us, the impact on the wallet, the pocketbook. Yeah. That's where people will see this in Delaware. So so here's uh, here's something I was wondering. You know, in your business, you folks have become very, very creative uh, with financing. 
I mean, I remember people saying, a seven-year loan on a car? What are you, crazy? And cars are lasting longer, and it kind of makes mm -hmm. sense for some people. And I'm thinking, well, you know, if you get a warranty uh, for 10 years, say, an electric car, you could actually uh, push that out for a 10-year loan uh, for the electric cars to try to make it a little more affordable for people. Like, you know, folks who are making 35, 40 grand a year. I don't know how we're going to do that, you know. But maybe you could, like, somehow get it down to a couple hundred bucks a month if you have a very, very long, long lease. Well, we, we could go until we're, you know, 30-year loans. We can all do those things. But, um, you know, you also uh, have the issue. That's a good one, Rick. I'm trying to trying to grasp the longer-term loans. Um, Especially with replacement batteries happening in well, 10 years or so. the other thing, though, that happens on, on these loans that, that folks don't realize, say, well, a lot of people just lease their electric car. Yeah. I'll just lease it. I'll keep my payments down. I'll lease it for three or four years, yeah. or two and a half years. Leasings require a much higher credit score and a much stronger credit history. Oh. So um, what what we may find is, yes, you could lease, one theoretically could lease a car for less mm -hmm. or maybe keep your payment at 600 or seven or $800 a month. Wow. But Six with about $7,000, $8,000 cash. Due yeah, time. yeah, wow. Um, but you've got to qualify. And you've got to have over a 700 credit score to qualify for those programs. Jim Urso Marceau, past president, current board member of the Delaware Auto and Truck Dealers Association. I'm going to grab the phone over here because when you came over, I foolishly left the phone. Yeah, thank you very much. And there's your headphones. We have a call. I want to get to Chris at 302-529-1017. 302-529-1017. Can you hear pretty well in those headphones? Very good. Let's get to Chris. Chris, you're live with Jim Urso Marceau. Hey, uh... Good day. Um, something that's not been considered with these mandates is the security factor for these chargeable cars. Um, you know, they're having to park them at convenience stores and stuff like that to charge them. My wife has a short-term rental at the beach, and over the winter months, she had an older gentleman. We don't have that capability where that property's at, and that guy was... Uh, driving all the way to the outlet and then walking back. It was an older individual. Wow. Um, and see, I see that everywhere. I mean, you know, you're forcing people, if you're traveling, they're having to stop into these um, undesirable places to do a quick charge on their cars. And I don't think that's ever been brought up. And I know the technology is going to continue to get better and the distance is more. But that was my only comment on that. No, it's a good one. I hadn't even thought about that. Thanks, Chris. Hi, Chris. No, thanks. That's that's absolutely right. That the um, the uh, the charging situation is challenging. Twenty percent of the chargers in the United States do not work now. They're actually not getting more reliable, and there's a tremendous shortage of chargers. Guess how many chargers, public chargers, there are in Delaware? No idea. Two hundred. Oh, right. Really? That's so it. So there's 200 public chargers. Wow. Um, and so there aren't enough. I, I, I don't even I have no idea how in the world that is going to work as we're all required to drive electric cars. So that's another absolutely um, issue, strong issue that will arise. I, I don't think they've ever contemplated that in what Delaware has done, actually is Delaware has reduced the incentives to buy an electric car. There's a rebate, 
but now it applies to less cars. Mm -hmm. So we're going to force people to buy the cars, but we're reducing any kind of, of assistance on it. You know, it, would, it would make a lot more sense to increase assistance. You know, if you want to have a rebate, do that, because it's going to cost us as but, Chris. But then as taxpayers, we're all paying everybody else to buy we're an electric car. We're going to spend you know? hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. to put in infrastructure, electrical supply, charging stations. We in our business, we've waited for a charger for over a year because there's a backlog mm -hmm. of orders. You have to put in a certain uh, level of electricity. It's a high-voltage line to power a super-fast charger. Otherwise, you're there for six hours. So mm -hmm. if you want to be in and out in an hour, which still isn't very fast, maybe 50 minutes, depending on what you're charging, you need a 480-volt high-voltage line. Well, those aren't in, every, in most businesses and in most places, so you've got to pay to get that done. We've been waiting for months to have that service brought into one of our facilities so we can install the super-fast chargers. Chris brings up a great point about practicality. I'm talking a lot about cost. Yeah. Because we can probably figure out solutions. Chargers will get faster. Things will happen. But the cost item, because of the, the batteries we are having to source the lithium from China, Australia, other places, it's so expensive. And uh, well, it's also terrible because change. China uses slave labor of, of innocent, uh, you know, the Uyghurs and uh, Falun Gong as well, innocent Buddhists, for example. And the Congo, they got five year old kids with their bare hands digging out the cobalt for these batteries. And when you buy these automobiles, this is what you're doing. This you're aiding and abetting this. So, so yeah, there's a lot more going on that's uh, that's socially abhorrent than people even realize. I completely agree with you, Rick, and that's absolutely correct uh, from what I've I've read and the research that we've done, uh, which doesn't seem to have had an impact on on people. So that's why we we want them to realize the tax increase that's coming. Mm -hmm. That tends to resonate because that's going to be a quick a quick response, and that's immediate, a quick impact, and that's really going to affect individuals when they do, walk Do you guys feel like you have influence, you have leverage, or do you feel like you're just, uh, you know, howling for help? No, I think everybody in the state of Delaware does in our, our wonderful General Assembly system where we, where we know so many of our representatives because we're a small state. If uh, listeners would pick up the phone and call their state rep and their state senator and uh, let them know that they're concerned about this, in a, in, in a, yeah, in a nice please way. Just say no to the mandate. Help us say no to the mandate and, and avoid this tax increase. And give a call increase. to uh, the, the governor's governor. office yeah. and let him know, especially if you have a Democratic state senator representative, because that, that's what it'll take. What Jim Urso Marso, former president and the current board member, Delaware Auto and Truck Dealers Association. Thanks for being in, and I want to have you guys back. Rick, thank you so much. My pleasure. All right, sir.